Peace and blessings, family. I want to welcome y'all to episode three of Speak Your Peace, presented by Unmute the Mic. I'm your humble host, Truth, a.k.a. Truth Speaks Volumes, and y'all know how we do by now, man. We bring dope individuals on here to come and speak their peace, drop some gems, and most importantly, talk their shit. Self-expression is one of the purest forms of self-love, so let's spread the love today. All right. So, today, I'm going to be sitting and talking to um, just a dope soul. Like, I feel like this is just a dope person. I'm so glad that we crossed paths and all that. She's doing a lot of good things in the community, a lot of good things with the youth, um, which I feel is like a breath of fresh air for real. Appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Because it's easy to share negativity. It's, that's The world is, like, fueled by fear and, like, drama and all that stuff. So when you go to your page and you see, like, uplifting messages and positive quotes, I'm like, see, this this is what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I've been watching you from afar, son. It's been a journey. Yeah, I've been watching you. <laughs> Social media, like, I ain't been stalking you or nothing nah, like that. Nah, nah, facts, facts, facts. This is what those y'all that was wondering, nah. But I have been watching you, and it's just, it's been a pleasure to see all that you're doing. And so I wanted to have you come on here and talk about all that you got going on. She's the CEO of L-O-V-E, which is a community development program. And she's the co-founder and CEO of Destination Elevation, which is a new thing, mm-hmm. a new venture, okay? Yes, yes. And we're going we gonna to talk about that, too. But uh, we're going to get right into it, man. I want to welcome Sierra Diggs to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I appreciate the opportunity to be here, for real. Man, it's love, man. And, like, I feel, like I said before, I'm just, I'm excited to sit and talk to you because I feel like you're one of the people that have something to say. Like, when you open your mouth, I feel like you got something to say, and I feel like what we're going to touch on today, everybody needs to hear. No, definitely. Everybody needs to know it. All right, so, and I don't believe in, like, coincidences either. Like I said, we met briefly. Yeah, like. Back in the day, it was very crazy. (laughs) Two years ago. Yeah. Pre-COVID. For, like, three days. I'm going to get in there. Look, because, nah, I came to work one day. I was working part-time, and I was trying to pay for my wedding. Mm-hmm. So this was like I guess like 2017, 2018. They was yeah. 2018. I was still in the service at the time. Okay, so it was around that time. Yeah. Uh huh. And I came, I came into work one day, and everybody just coming running. Hey, you see? Did you meet the new girl? Did you meet the new girl? I'm like, <laughs> I just got here. How I'ma meet anybody just walked in the door? <laughs> and I'm like, who is it? Like everybody was coming up to me. I'm like, who is this person? Because you lying. No, dead, dead ass. People start working there all the time. <laughs> what the hell? For real. You ain't even know this is going on. Hell no. Nah. But I'm like, what is going on? Because people start working here all the time mm-hmm. and nobody cares. <laughs> I said, she must be gay. <laughs> like, in my mind, I said, she's 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 gay for sure. Where hey, is she go at? ahead. Show me, show me to her. Like, and then I and I was right. And I was like, oh, so guilty. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so we exchanged like social medias and stuff like that, but it was you know it was just so quick, bro. Because I came back to work like three days later, looking for you, and you it was like, nah, she's gone, she's out of there. It was longer than three days, it was like bro. Three whole days. Man. I was there longer than three days. <laughs> <laughs> I came in there looking for you. They was like, oh, she, I'm like, she gone. Why did you leave so abruptly? I'm Why did curious. I leave? We don't even know. <laughs> she was like, man. So when I got there. Like, I initially started working there because in the military, like, you can go to school while you're active duty. Mm-hmm. So I was using tuition assistance, but I had maxed out for the year because I was just trying to knock out getting my degree while I was active because I had already planned. Like, deep in my mind, I said, like, I wasn't staying to do 20 years and stuff. Mm-hmm. So 
maxed out on uh, going to college and stuff like that. So I was like, you know, let me make some bread part time, you know, and they were talking, oh, we're hiring, easy interview. You get all oh, these these discounts <laughs> on wine and shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And at the time, like, I was in the Navy, so I was, I was a drinker, bet. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I already bet, discount on liquor, say uh-huh. less. So, you know what I'm saying? I signed up, but then I realized, <laughs> I'm thinking that I'm about to be like a cashier in the front of the store and everything. Them niggas had me stacking boxes <laughs> and shelves. For real? And I don't see that. We definitely remember shit there. I remember you on the register. No, bruh. You Are were, you serious? Yes. Hey, no, bruh. <laughs> see, you on I, you only work the evening shifts, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so some oh. of the days I will work on my day off. Okay. And then I will work the uh the morning shifts or the or the after, early afternoon shifts. Mm. And they would have me stalking. You ain't like that shit. <laughs> Are you serious, bro? That was like slave labor, bro. Listen, listen. Slim. I'm like, dog, I, I never d- carts, I, bro, I ain't never worked that hard since like when I was on the ship, bro. And, and I hadn't been on the ship in a minute by then. And so nah. you just quit. Jesus was like, right. no, that's not what happened. What? That's not what happened. So like, I was, I was dealing with it because I'm like, all right, it's I'm making a little bit of extra change. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. I'm not trying to sit at home and do nothing because I, at that point in time, I'm not going to lie, like, I was still trying to develop the vision for my life and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, like, I really didn't know what I was, like, striving towards, but I was striving, you know what I'm saying? And, like, pretty much when... I encountered, I can't remember the person's name, and I'm not even going to put their name out there, but I had encountered this one employee that had worked in the online orders, Mm -hmm. and people had already said that they had issues with this individual, but I hadn't had issues. Mine working now. And (laughs) I remember one day, it's like around like the Thanksgiving holiday season or whatever, and I got like an afternoon shift. And they send me over to the online orders, and I'm like, all right, bet. So I'm going over there, and I'm like, this is easy. I just got to fulfill this, just grab stuff off the shelf, like a little shopper or runner and uh-huh. stuff like that. So I'm like, bet, easy. So the girl over there, like, as them Jones, like, get the online orders come in, they get printed out, and, like, somebody is over there. Uh-huh. And normally you just go and you pick up the next order, and you go fulfill it. Nah, she over there trying to regulate passing out orders saying, you do this, <laughs> you do that. <laughs> Me, I'm like, all right, whatever, I ain't really tripping. So I'm like, all right, but you know you got I'm a certain time period, you got to fulfill the order, so I go fulfill the order and everything. <clears throat> and I guess I ain't fulfill it to her liking, like to her time constraints. Like I was within the constraints of uh, I'm trying to figure out now. Like I'm really so to know. Tell me she get to getting mouthy and, and shit. I'm just like, all right, I don't have to deal uh-huh. with this. So I I address it to her because we're adults. Uh-huh. So I address her. She doesn't want to hear what I have to say. So I'm like, okay. So I go talk to the dude who interviewed me, who mm-hmm. hired me, one of the managers. I tell him, and I'm like, listen, like. I don't have to be here. Like, can you please address this? Because you told the boss you had to be there. Like, I, yeah, I didn't. And I don't have to be here. Nah, but at that time, like they was hurting for people, mm-hmm. like and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I'm like, I don't have to be here. So can you please address this? 
Because I'm like, is that in the manual or something like mm-hmm. that? And they like, nah. So I'm like, all right, bet. Like, I'm, I like to play by the rules. Like, don't, don't try to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, deviate and all that stuff like that off some fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So, long story short, because listen, the, my stories can get long winded. So I apologize <laughs> in advance. You know what I'm saying? This, you probably going to have to cut I some I mean, I'm just saying that you did. I thought that you just. Didn't come one day. I didn't know it was like a whole nah. Like, so I story. ended up, I ended up getting into an altercation with her, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't have to do this. Like, bye. It was no two weeks. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, <laughs> listen, and I'm leaving. Like, I'm not finishing my shift. So, God bless y'all. Hope y'all find somebody. I mean, and I did. Like, I mean, it wasn't really no point. It wasn't serving any of my, any purpose. Like I said, mm-hmm. I didn't have a vision quite yet of where I was headed yet in my life, but I knew that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. And I know the BS that I had to deal with and put up, and I could already feel the different type of discrimination, like you said, because we were oh, gay, black females, oh, and we there. was the ones stocking the shelves, like mm-hmm. dudes, like Wow! Look, Isn't it coincidental? Look, like look, you, you look. think of it, looking back now, like we was the ones stocking the shelves when it was a whole thing. Like it was wild. Trust me. Trust and I'm me. like, nah, bro. Like you ain't about to. Nah, it's, it's not even, even worth say, it, bro. We ain't gonna let y'all live. We ain't even gonna tell y'all what we worked at. You know what I'm saying? Y'all stamp, keep. Y'all keep. Stamp. Like man, and I'm just like, bro. Nah, I ain't dealing with that. Like I, that I want better for myself. So I was like, deuces. Y'all have a good one. Mm-hmm. I don't gotta do this. Okay, but so back then, you were doing like you said, like a cake business. And you had like a cake business. Yeah, I had a little side hustle where I was baking cakes. Right mm-hmm. now, I, I've taken a step back because the more I started doing it as a business and everything like that, um, let me stop yelling so much. I feel like I'm yelling. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah. So like, at first, I really did love it. Like I. I enjoy baking. I had a passion for it. I was like, oh, yeah, man, I want to open a bakery one day and everything like that. But I felt like that. The, the more I started doing it as a business, mm-hmm. my love for it decreased. And then I realized, well, that must really not be my calling. That could right. be a hobby. That's something that I could do, like, on occasions mm-hmm. if I want to hook somebody up, you know. But I'm not trying to actually do it as an actual business. That's right. not... Me, that's not my brand. That's not my identity. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's not what I want to be known as. See the baker. You know what I'm saying? Like, like throughout like my whole like social media tenure, if you will. Like I've mm-hmm. always had these different aliases. Like see the sailor, see the baker, like sneakerhead, see that's like true. all these all these different <laughs> things. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I'm like, bro, that's that's not me. Like who? Mm-hmm. These are things that you like to do. Yeah, like yeah. Things but, that you're good at. Yeah, but it's not me. It's not what I want to do. It's not my life's purpose. Mm. And it really took me realizing that and come having a moment to even have that realization. Because those moments don't come often. They come yeah. very few and far between because we're so blindsided and distracted, distracted. by so much that's going on in society and around the world and we're not in tune with ourselves. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We're in tune with society, but not in tune with ourselves. So we're so distracted that we don't realize that, damn, like, I'm not even going in the direction that I really want to be going in. You That's know? True. And unfortunately, some people realize it when it's too late uh-huh. or never 
realize we'll it. never do. That's what I'm about to say. Some people still just going through life. But yeah. we're going to get into that because your topic uh, touches on that. Nah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you do a lot. Yeah. You're involved in a lot. <laughs> you're married. Yeah. You work full time. Yep. You're here with me. Yes, ma'am. Like, so, <laughs> like, so for me and the people that's kind of new getting into owning a business and um, being spread thin, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you make time for you? How do you make time for it all and not be, like, overwhelmed? Or do you do you get overwhelmed at times? Well, I'll give you two answers. I'll give you before I became self-aware and then once I became self-aware. Okay. So before I became self-aware, nah, I was very stressed out, very burdened, very, damn, how am I going to make this happen? But I'm a go-getter, so mm-hmm. I'm going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. By any means type of person mentality. That's, that's the type of... Ha- mentality that I have so I'm gonna make sure that even if I gotta have the sleepless nights then I'm gonna do that there's a lot of those but once I had my coming to moment you know what I'm saying once I had my realization moment that I can attain these things but I can work smarter not harder I became more calculated but the only reason that I became calculated is because again I started developing a vision for my life Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't have vision, and without vision, you don't have clarity, and you don't have direction of where you're going. So for me, that was the biggest thing that I had to do mm-hmm. is develop a vision and become self-aware for real, for real, to start moving in the direction that I wanted to go in. Okay. And so I know your wife has a business too. Mm-hmm. Y'all both business people. So do you find that having a spouse that shares that drive, is that that's helpful? Does that kind of... No, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, because... Was that what brought y'all together? Like, y'all saw each other's drive? Like, how did that... Was that... She over there laughing. So, <laughs> so you want to know our story about how we got together? I mean, you know, no, definitely. I mean, that's... You know, we love love here. <laughs> nah, facts. So, we met on Instagram in 2013. Okay. Who slid in the DM? Nobody slid, nobody DM. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. So... <laughs> I remember I was on vacation with my family down in Orlando and everything like that. I woke up one morning, I seen I had a friend request. I had my page on private because previously it had my Instagram had got me to a lot of trouble. Mm. So I was like, all right, bet. I seen I had a friend request. We only had one mutual friend. I'm like, who are you? But Suspicious. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm, I go through her, her page and it's, it's not private. So I'm like, okay, she. She kind of cute. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, except. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it up here. <laughs> so she had posted a picture that same morning and everything. So I commented on it and okay. everything. I was like, good morning and everything. We was going life. back and forth on the, like, nah, I was a little corny. I'm not going to lie. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what I said, but I probably said some corny shit. And that's okay because that's me. And she you loved you. me for it. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. But nah, so like. We was talking back and forth. I'm like, listen, you you might as well just give me your number then. Like, since we're going to be talking like this. She gave me her number. We FaceTimed the same day. I was like, damn, you not a catfish? Say less. And the rest, There's that's a lot like, of those. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot more that went into that and everything mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. But, like, like, from the jump, I knew, like, it was something about her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just from the vibe and the connection. Because we could literally talk about anything and it was intellectually stimulating conversation like not just no 
she was just pretty. Mm-hmm. Not that she just looked good. It's like, no, she can actually stimulate my thoughts mm-hmm. and get me thinking deeper and and further and expanding my mindset and my perspective and stuff like that. That and that's what she definitely did. And that's what was okay. was the magnet for that's, sure. That's beautiful. Nah, definitely. I like that a lot. Nah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we like to hear that she over there giggling. Look, you still make her blush. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my baby. Okay, so before we get into the topic, tell me about the love community. Okay, okay. Tell me about, about that. How did that get started? What is it for those that don't know? Educate us. Definitely. So the love community, for a lot a lot of people don't know actually that love is an acronym. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, just love like L-O-V-E. It does embody that, but what love stands for is living our very essence. And essentially what that means is we believe that we all embody something that's an innate gift that was endowed, whether you want to say by God, a higher creator, whatever you were born with, or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you have something unique to offer the world to advance it, to advance society, to advance your tribe, to advance yourself, to advance your people. And when you're operating in that, the world and your world can be such a beautiful place but only when you're operating within your essence. Mm-hmm. Not somebody else's essence, not what you you know want your essence to be, like, but really, truly what your essence is and everything like that. So what love community is and how it got started was one day I was literally driving. I was living in Capitol Heights at the time. I was commuting down, out to uh, Northern Virginia, and the route that I would go, I would always pass, uh, dis- I like to call them displaced persons. I don't mm-hmm. like to say That's homeless say because too. everybody mm-hmm. has a home. They just haven't found it yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At Sometimes. So, like, I would, I would always pass these displaced people. And I started talking to them. Like, anytime I would have any extra food, any any extra anything, like, I would, I would give it to them and everything. I'd be like, hey, what size shoe you need? I'd call my friends. Hey, you got a size 11. Hey, you got an extra large. Anything that you trying to get rid of. One yeah. of my mans out here. Like, I treated them like, like homies for real, for yeah. real. Like, like the, my, my friends and stuff. So I would pass them, develop the rapport with them. And I'm like, man, like, why is it, aren't more people doing this? Like, like, this could easily be you. Like, as I developed a rapport and got to know their story, like, I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, like, it's not too many people that's from between being having a home and being where they are right, right. now. You know what I'm saying? And at one point in time, that was even myself. So it's like, damn, bro, it really put some things into perspective. Like, I might not can't do as much as I want to at the moment, mm-hmm. but I can something. do something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know, like, the fact that even when I started pulling up, they were remembering my name. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were flagging to be, oh, man, I ain't seen you in a minute. Like, when we moved from around the way, like, they be like, man, I ain't seen you in a minute. Still remember, still remember me, everything that I did for them. And it's like, bruh, like, just to make that impact, to know that I'm helping make somebody's life a little bit better despite of their circumstances mm-hmm. and situation, that maybe I could potentially help ignite something in somebody else that's going to want them to want better and more for themselves. Like, it might not seem like a little, a big thing to us because we have so much, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But to somebody that doesn't have nothing, like, that's everything for real, for real. So from that, 
uh, pretty much it was during when COVID first started off. And I'm like, dang, like a lot of these homeless or uh, displaced persons, they don't have the PPE or other different necessities like mm-hmm. hygiene, gear, and mm-hmm. mask, and even a, a decent meal that they can depend on day to day and everything like that. So I I came up with literally like this. I'm a super analytical individual. I like to map everything out and plan everything out. So I literally got a slide presentation together and invited like close friends and family. I'm like, and I pitched them and I'm like, do y'all want to be a part of my tribe? Do y'all want to join the Love Community Foundation? Because I see this is the need and that need needs to be filled. Even if it's just in our direct community, even Mm -hmm. if it's just helping your cousin because they don't have a job anymore or they need somebody to help, you know, pay or somebody to help get stuff for their children and stuff like that. Like, we have the ability to collectively Mm -hmm. bring resources together. And bless people, yeah. And one day when I was driving down the road, one day, bruh, like, on everything, God just dropped the acronym, love, living our very essence, and just started mapping out what that junk, what, sorry, my bad, what they, what, what he wanted it, what she wanted, whatever you want, right, 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 you know what I'm saying, wanted it to be, and that's the thing, like, I really am trying to be as in tune with the source as possible, because I want everything that I do to be moving in love, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, so, love, what love is, it's a community development organization. And what we do is we act as sort of the middleman but between the people that have the resources and the excess mm-hmm. and the people that need it. And okay. we try to act as that middleman, that broker of getting different, whether it's contracts or different commitments from these bigger organizations. Like we have a a, a, a contract with Amazon, something with Old Navy. We've been working with the veteran affairs organizations and stuff like that because it's imperative to get that excess, that stuff that they're just throwing away. Mm-hmm. People like like people don't even know like Panera. You could go there and you they throw all this excess bread away, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. Mm. And you could just take that and whenever you have a free day or something like that or even the next day and redistribute it to people in need. You know what I'm saying? It's good good quality stuff, stuff mm-hmm. that you would eat, stuff that I would eat. But because of the way they do business, they just toss it yeah, out the way, away. you know what I'm saying? So I decided that I really wanted to be the change that I wanted to see embodied in the world. Like, people always say all the time, oh, it's it's so hard or impossible to change the world. You can't do it. Or you, you got to change people's mindsets, and that's impossible. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, bro. No, mm-hmm. it's not. It's yeah. not. It's very possible. Mm-hmm. It's very possible when you open to it. Yeah, and when stay you, the course. Nah, facts. Stay the course. Facts. You got to have faith in your vision because mm-hmm. if you don't have faith, it's not going to manifest. Nah. And nah, you'll you'll fall into other people's opinions of you. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Like their opinion becomes fact. When you don't know yourself, mm-hmm. anybody can tell you who you are. You know what I mean? And so that's that's very important. I didn't know all that. That's, that's dope. Yeah. Like, I didn't know, like, all of that. I see what's on social media mm-hmm. and everything like that. I support when I can. But I, did, I didn't know, like, the the depth of it. And I, I think this is why you hit, man, because people need to know about this. 
Not fact, they need to know about this. Cause I'm I'm real big on self self reliance. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the way I was raised. Like my dad raised me and my mom raised me to be able to take care of myself without having to rely on somebody else. And one thing that I realized as well that was that was placed on my heart and everything when love, you know what I'm saying, came to me and stuff was like the essence of community really no longer exists for real for real Agreed. excuse me like the mm-hmm. like a lot of people were trying to establish our tribes and stuff like that and grow but community at large really is somewhat non-existent mm-hmm. honestly people don't even know their neighbors no more nah facts and I it's don't like even people know used, who lives there. nah and that's <laughs> and it's crazy it's crazy because like when we finally moved into where we're at now like I was like, okay, I do want to make a better effort. So we are starting. Like, I I really don't probably know their names for real, for real. But, like, at least I'm like, hey, I know your face. Yeah, how how you right. doing? You, belong you know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah. facts and everything. But, like, people no longer take the effort to try to get to know somebody else. Especially if it's outside of their immediate comfort mm-hmm. zone and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And because of that, there's a lot of gaps that aren't bridged and that's where a lot of conflict a lot of strife and a lot of you know misguided feelings and misguided understandings come from and stuff like that because those gaps aren't bridged and what the love community does and what I'm personally trying to do and a lot of the different works whether it's my not-for-profit work whether it's for my coaching stuff that we'll talk about later Mm -hmm. whether it's for destination elevation everything that I'm trying to do I'm trying to connect people you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to connect people to the resources, connect people to the avenues to succeed and further their vision along. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, it's it's plenty of resources out here that exist. It's so much opportunity for everybody. Mm-hmm. But would you rather do it alone and take, you know what I'm saying, six to months to a year or more to achieve your vision or work with somebody to build your vision faster and more efficiently and better because now you gained a new perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Okay. So you mentioned uh, something that, like, your father taught you a lot. So, like, when it comes to your topic, like being a master of your fate or knowing the power of your words, the power of positive thinking, is this something that was instilled in you or did you kind of stumble upon that later in life? I would probably say it's both. Mm-hmm. I would honestly say from the time that I can remember, not necessarily the words, the master of, of your fate from my pops, but he was always an entrepreneur. He was always trying he was always trying to do something for himself to further his family along and really put a dollar in his own pocket and be his own boss. He always created positions for himself, for himself within legitimate enterprises, I should say. That's a good way to phrase that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so mm-hmm. learning that from my pops, like, I knew from the jump. Like, I remember the the moment I told them that, all right, I want to join the military, my dad, like, laughed his ass off. It's like, girl, you would do not. You barely like listen to what the fuck I got to tell you. You, you think you really gonna listen to what somebody else so got to tell people. you? And I'm like, man, yeah. 
And nah, that nigga was right. Yeah. <laughs> like that nigga was right. He knew. Nah, for real. Like, but my dad, he definitely, I'll say, laid a solid foundation. Like both my parents, like my mom, she was definitely, I'll say, book smarts. But my pops was definitely street smarts, and he definitely instilled a lot of things that I appreciate. And that's one of the things, like that hustle mentality. Like mm-hmm. that's that's where it was instilled at a young age. And then as I grew up, I had other influences and stuff like that, like like Michael Jordan and LeBron and uh, freaking Maya Angelou and Nipsey and all these different people that showed perseverance and hustle mm-hmm. when it came to what they were doing and overcame different odds and adversity and everything when they were trying to pursue something to get their vision accomplished and stuff like that. So... It's definitely, uh, I would say, a mix of both my pops and then some different things that I stumbled upon along the way for sure. So what about the spiritual side? The spiritual side? The spiritual side, side, like you said, you had a a coming to moment, right? The spiritual side, that was was a journey. Was was it a book? What what started you there? It wasn't a book. Uh, I honestly, I don't feel like it was an actual moment that that I can pinpoint mm. that sparked the spiritual journey. Like, I grew up in the church and everything like that, in the Christian mm, church too, and too. everything, Pentecostal mm-hmm. and everything, uh, growing up. And so I understood the concept of theology and of God and everything like that in the religious sense. That's all I'm about to say. The spiritual sense and the sense of our essence, of our ancestors, of our innate being, you know what I'm saying, as individuals and as a collective connected group, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that I probably say, I really honestly probably want to credit my wife, like, no funny, like, like the actual concepts behind it all, like, I was exposed to it very minutely through like music because mm-hmm. I grew up in a I don't I don't want to say a strict household but like my mom and my mom and pops or at least my mom like she wouldn't let us listen to none but gospel like I didn't play really? AAU I played upward you know what I'm saying like really? <laughs> like so like I would always have like it wasn't until middle school like when MP3s and stuff mm-hmm. like that came out I would always have like my friends like hey can you burn me the newest like Chris Brown and all that other shit on this MP3. I want, I want to listen to so y'all I can listen, listen to that <laughs> so I can be here with everybody else. Nah, facts. So it's like I'm exploring all these different things like on my own, like after the fact, after everybody else. So I feel like behind, I was always behind the social curve. Okay. But because of that, like I was able to study things a lot more mm-hmm. so that I could seem like I. Now I'm, I could I guess you could say in that in that time frame like seeming like I was up to speed with what was going on, but like even now like my wife will tell you it's like I live under a rock like she'll be like oh you know this happened I'm like no I don't <laughs> like I don't I'm not fucking with none of that shit like I don't, I don't care like, it's not well not that I don't care it's just like yeah like no, I feel you yeah man like I feel you like no didn't know that <laughs> nah facts okay so. We're going to get into your topic, right? So becoming the master of your fate. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like that is so important to share? Why do you feel like we need to hear that? Because, I mean, what you mean? I mean, why? Why, why, is, Some people... why is 
Being mm-hmm. in control of your life and your destiny not important. I don't think Why? people realize they're not in control. No, and, and that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. That is true. And I feel like maybe that's the biggest, bigger thing is that having people realize, have come to that realization and understand, am I really in control right mm-hmm. now of mm-hmm. where I'm headed and the direction that I want to go? Like, do I even understand where I want to go? You know what I'm saying? Do I even understand who I am as a person? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's where you start. You that's feel me? Mm-hmm. Understanding who you are as a person, as an individual, becoming self-aware, getting to know yourself intimately so that you can even understand where to begin to try to create your vision for your life and where you headed. Okay. So you broke it down into four steps. Mm-hmm. So the, the first step is getting to know yourself. Getting to know yourself intimately, uncovering yourself, you know what I'm saying? The second part is then creating your vision. The third is... I knew I was going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) No, you good. The third is, oh, uh, fine-tuning, giving your life a Mm tune-up, and then... The fourth one is loving yourself unconditionally. Okay, so let's go back to the first one. Uh, knowing yourself intimately. Mm-hmm. How how does a person go about starting to do that, in your opinion? I mean, one, you got to be willing to first be brutally honest with yourself. Like, if you can't even be honest with yourself to understand what you're good at, what areas you may need to improve in. Are you really truly happy or are you telling yourself that you're happy where you are in your life? Like, is this really what you want Where in the direction that your life is going or do you aspire for something more? What's really holding you back? Is it other people or is it yourself? Like, until you're willing to really sit and be honest with yourself so that you can become self-aware, mm-hmm. like, you're never going to gain any progress towards any type of goal or vision that you set for yourself and actually be fulfilled or have some sort of attainment, you know what I'm saying, feeling, because you really don't know what makes you happy. If you don't sit and really take the time to assess, hmm, what makes me happy? What is something that is blocking me you know from getting to where that where i'm trying to be you know what i'm saying where do i want to be sure. That's why. is that is that where i am now right and if it's not where is it, it? Yeah. and how, how do, do i, I get, get there? there you know what i'm saying these are different things that you got to ask yourself and if you don't sit and take that time to be honest mm-hmm. and you're telling yourself i'm happy i'm happy i'm happy and then you wake up 20 years from now and you're like damn i'm Miserable. Yeah, I've, I've never been happy, Miserable. and this is not where I wanted to be. And, mm-hmm. and then it's like it, you feel like either it's too late or you feel like, damn, like, yeah. how the hell yeah. am I going to get all the way over there? Yeah. How the fuck did I end up here? Yeah, and that's why, like, a lot of people, you see a lot of people having major career changes. Like, nah, facts. They be in their Shit, 50s. Me. Yeah, I ain't you. trying to be that old, though. But, <laughs> but it's, it's no good offense, that we be, uh you know, coming into this stuff now, like we mm-hmm. we still young folk. You no, know facts, saying? facts, definitely no that. No matter what they say. No, I'm definitely. <laughs> I, I, I'm a young and young still, folk. Man. You know, and I think I'm just I'm grateful that uh, 
I'm becoming aware of these things now. Nah, you know, facts. like I look at like my parents, and you know, it's no no offense to anybody. No, nah, they did the best they could do with what they had and facts. how they had and everything like that. But I'm just like, man, I want to do things completely differently. Mm-hmm. I I'm going to be. Ha- I am happy. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think that what you're saying is so important and getting to know yourself. So are you? Have you done shadow work? Oh. Huh. Girl, I did Hell some. Of this, girl, I did some of this morning, this uh, afternoon on the way home listen, from work. Girl, listen. man, see, let me tell you, and it's funny because, girl, let me tell you, they might not know y'all. Hey, baby, don't know. Look, for for go people ahead, that don't ahead, know what shadow work is, and I don't even know if I can explain it right, but uh, it's asking yourself some tough, tough questions, <laughs> and like literally. <laughs> being honest like literally it's like a journal almost or they give you little prompts and you have to really dig deep and answer these questions and the point is to shine light on those shadows because if they remain in the dark you can't you can't address them you see what i'm saying that was eloquent you you're so kinda... good with your words well, so you. great with your you words be trying a little something now nah, listen facts. <laughs> but so i've done it i i need to do it more mm-hmm. you it's know, beneficial but, uh yeah so I think that's very helpful. It's like listening. it's like uh, y'all ever seen the Family Guy episode when Brian owes Stewie some money? Shadow work. I- shadow work <laughs> is like that with yourself. It's like, hey, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying hey, to think of fam, <laughs> you uh, you feeling this way? Why? Yeah. Why you fearful right now? Mm. Check that. Figure it you out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's really like a self check for real for real. Like, I had that shit on the way uh, home from work. I ended up going the wrong way. I, I ended up putting street. I typed in my address to my house and put street instead of place. Mm. And was like, and was going and everything. And I'm like, why the fuck is this joint? <laughs> I'm going and everything because I'm listening to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I told, uh, I, I had told you uh, I was, I'm training and stuff like that, becoming a coach and everything. Mm-hmm, so I was mm-hmm. listening to some stuff. And focused on that, you know what I'm saying, getting my curriculum that I'm that I'm creating and stuff like that down packed. And I'm like, bro, hold the fuck up. I was looking at the I I, I zoom out <laughs> the big zoom and everything. I'm like, hold the fuck up. That's not, Who's that's house not where this? my house is on the map. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I done drove twenty minutes all the way out the at way. And, and everything. I done left work at a good, decent time today. I'm beating all the traffic. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> So I'm like, bro, I start getting mad. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? No, I fucking go. missed it. Thanks, baby. I'm like, man, I, I missed my shit, my exit and everything. I can't believe I done took myself. I had plan, I had planned to do this when mm-hmm. I and I'm like, I had to sec- check myself. I was like, like, bro, hold the fuck up. Why the fuck you geeking so hard right now? Because where you got to be right now? <laughs> You don't got nowhere to be right now. And you so Everything upset. that you was doing in the car, listening to your lessons and trying to prepare your lessons, like you can still do all that. You just got moved a little bit off the course. Mm-hmm. You can easily pivot because you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. You have that vision. The second step. And that's that second step. Oh, dang. Wait a minute. Hey. 
I like how you just drove on it. No, no, she missed the exit. Drove right to the point. I like that, son. Nah, facts, so, like, nah, queen. facts, facts, facts. But like, and that, and that's why having that vision, and that, and that's that realization that I came to. Mm-hmm. Like, I did some shadow work for myself, like uncovering, like, why you get, why did you get so frustrated in that moment with yourself? Like, you made a simple mistake. Mm-hmm. What, what about you making that mistake? made you so upset you're a human being you're not perfect you're not god mm-hmm. and you don't know what you like, avoided by going this way nah fact so it's like why why get so upset about it you didn't really skip a beat for real for real mm-hmm. because you had a destination you understood where you was going so once you had that realization you had that because you have a vision once you develop that vision you get those little, you know what I'm saying? You can call them, because I, I ain't naming them yet and everything like that, but if you want to call them like spidey senses where you're like, hold up, man. Mm-hmm. Shit don't feel right. Am mm-hmm. I going in the right direction right now? Mm-hmm. Maybe I should try to, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> go this way. Or maybe yeah. let me let me check my GPS or my map real quick because, oh, shit, I'm I'm all the way over I'm here. Like, like I'm, I'm go- supposed to be going all the way over there, and I'm all the way over here. Like, nah, when you have a vision... You have clarity of the direction that you want your life to go in. You have an understanding, okay, this is what I'm trying to achieve. So now, because this is what I want to achieve, now I can start to understand the steps that I need to take to get there. Mm-hmm. Without that vision, whatever move that you're making, you just making moves. You out here making all these moves but going nowhere. nowhere. Circles. just Going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Shit, you be lucky if you mm-hmm. going in circles. Half the time we push ourselves back. True. Like, come on now. That's true. That's true. Like, no funny. Like, that's true. People don't understand, like, your words, your actions, like, all that stuff, it really, truly matters. And people just be out here, just, oh, yeah, living, just whatever, whatever. You only live once. Yep. Yeah, you only do live once. So why you out here being <laughs> pissing off your decisions yeah, and the different things yeah. that you're doing for your life? And you know, it's, it's crazy because, like, we at work, we be having, like, uh, questions of the day and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And But I will go around and ask people, like, literally everybody, and be like, what's, what are you, what's your passion? What what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. And I, at least 75% of them don't know. And it shocks me. Every time, like, you have no, they're like, I literally don't know. I don't know what I like. I don't know. I'm not passionate about anything. People say that. People say that to me, and it's like, that's crazy. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So how can you, they, there's no vision there. Mm-hmm. You just going through taking life as it comes. That's what most people do is take life as it comes instead of commanding their life. Nah, facts. You know what I mean? Facts. They just be like, oh, deal with that, oh, deal with that. They're instead the cause. Making it. The, yeah. they, they're the, the, they become the effects of the cause. And that's one thing, something that like a mantra of mine that I've been telling myself lately is that I want to be the causation, not the effect. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm I want to be the one that steps in and causes things to happen not somebody caused something to happen and now I have to respond. Now I have to react to it mm-hmm. because they did this or because they did that. But becoming the cause means that you have to become proactive. Right. And that's the thing is being proactive. But you don't just want to be proactive. You want to be strategically proactive because you want to make sure that you're going in a direction that you're actually trying to go in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, you don't want to just be going everywhere but nowhere, yeah. you know what I'm saying, at yeah. the same time. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that 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 vision is so important and imperative, you know what I'm saying? After you know yourself, understanding what your strengths are, understanding what your innate abilities and your gifts are, and what you offer the world, you know what I'm saying? What can you do with your gifts to innovate and bring change, positive change, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to the world or your community, you know what I'm saying, or your family, however small you want to niche it down to, you know what I'm saying, until you're ready to expand. But the the possibilities are infinite, and that's what pe- people need to start understanding is that you offer a unique perspective. And until you get intimate with yourself and mm-hmm. until you get intimate with understanding the different things that you bring to the table and the different things that you need to, you know, adjust within yourself to be your best self, yeah. to actually create your best life mm-hmm. that you want to create for yourself. You know, until you realize those things, you're, any any type of moves that you make is really going to be void. Yeah. Because, again... No direction. No direction. You have no destination. You're not trying to really achieve anything for you. You know what I'm saying? And people might think that that's selfish, but it's not. Yeah, people get that confused a lot. You know, I take I don't think it's being selfish to like have boundaries to say no <laughs> to do what I what's best for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But people get they get that confused. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm learning that lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, as I'm going through especially like with family setting boundaries and stuff like that like yeah i know but so okay i ain't gonna go off there all let me be here for a while (laughs) (laughs) so first step you got you got to find yourself Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta get to know you okay then the next step once you know that you have a vision for yourself Mm -hmm. and so what's the third step the third step is fine-tuning your life doing a spring cleaning of your life Once you understand the different things about yourself, you know what I'm saying, that you, that you like, your dislike, things you need to improve, things that you're good at, things that you want to pursue, find your passion, your passion, create your vision for yourself. The only way that you're really going to be able to attain these things is if you really take an assessment and be like, okay, in order for me to get from here to here, what do I need to be doing differently? Because clearly what I was doing before isn't getting me where I'm trying mm-hmm, to go. Mm-hmm. So what do I need to do differently than what I was doing prior to? So you have to be willing to do a spring cleaning of your life and really get rid of the things, people, places, mm-hmm. circumstances. Thought patterns. Thought patterns, habits, mm-hmm. eating. Oh. Habits, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like those vices. Yeah, buddy. You know what I'm saying? You have to be willing to shed yourself and rid yourself of things that are no longer serving you your higher purpose toward achieving your vision. Because if you don't, you're never going to be able to stick to the plan. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be you're able. Of course. Nah, facts. Easy and quickly because mm-hmm. they're distractions, they're barriers. And, but when you understand what those barriers are and you expose them, you can consciously rid yourself of them. You take back control of your fate. The the longer you stay ignorant mm-hmm. to yourself, mm-hmm. 
That's a bar. Nah, facts. The longer you stay ignorant to yourself, the more you stay enslaved to everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And nah, that's oh, facts. Oh, no, I ain't know you gonna come you, preaching. You, here nah, it's, it's true though. You're not gonna Sheesh. be. You're not gonna be able to be the master of your fate yes. until you, you release yes, yourself from those shackles, man. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Like it's really important to uncover those things about yourself and understand. Okay, what do I need to get rid of? And be willing to get rid of them. Yeah. Because if not, you can only blame yourself. Mm-hmm. Why Why would you want to continue to be insane, continue to do the same thing, knowing that it's, it's not going to give you different results? It hasn't worked. Something has to change. <laughs> and it has to be you. It's yeah. you that has to change. Yeah, you can't change. You have to change. People. You know, you going change. That's the you. only thing that you can control that's is it. you. That's it. And that's what you have to realize because that's all you can control. Fucking own that shit, bruh. So why do you think it's so control. hard though? Why why is it so hard for people? Because it's comfortable not being in control. It's comfortable blaming everybody else for your problems. Yeah. It's comfortable blaming mm-hmm. your circumstances. It's comfortable blaming your upbringing. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable. I don't give a fuck. Listen, <laughs> I understand. But those were talk the cards that you was dealt. What mm-hmm. the fuck you going to do with them? You mm-hmm. going to make them work for you? Yeah. You going to fucking finesse some shit and flip the cards with somebody I else? Three like, what are you going to do with those cards Facts. that you was given? Yeah. Because to yeah. whom much is given, much is required. And if mm. you can't even do what the fuck you can do with what you got, why the fuck should you get anything else? And that's not to ever downplay anybody's situation. And right. that, I don't right, ever right, want right, to right. be insensitive to nobody's mm-hmm. situation because I understand. I'm I'm empathetic to your plight because we all struggle to different degrees and different... Struggle looks yeah. different for everybody. Facts. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, your struggle is no different or better or mo- worse or whatever than my struggle. Struggle is struggle. It don't matter what the fuck it look like. How you dress it up. But at the end of the day, it's what you do mm-hmm. with that struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Perspective is what matters. You know what I'm saying? That's what matters is perspective. Yeah. I feel like wholeheartedly, if you don't change your perspective in the way that you look at things, you'll never be able to change your life because you're going to continue this repetitious pattern where you're going to continue to do the same thing and you're never going to change your actual surroundings and the results that you're trying to achieve for real. Right, you just dropped like... 58 gems and it's specific. 58 of them though, man. But that, that's that's real talk. You like you got me fired up, man. And it, and it's really uh it can be lonely when you have like this self-awareness and you see yeah. you know, it's like you look around and you you want the best for everybody. But they got one for themselves. Hey man, fuck and, we bold, bro. I mean, him, I'm playing. No, no, I'm not. They gotta want it for themselves, man. And what they I do. learned is like you can't force feed people. No, definitely. Like I can't force these new this this new way of thinking on you. But I can't drop a little bit of crumbs or anything. And I can send nah, you one facts. little video and leave it alone for a little while. Facts. But the you know and, I mean? and when I say when I say that 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 fuck it we ball, it's not like ever in the mentality of like I'm shit. I'm gonna shit on somebody. It's the yeah. fact that. I'm not going to allow my game or what I have to bring to the table to be uh, stifled or to be influenced by what somebody else has going on. Mm -hmm. I've realized that I've had to step into who I am and own that 
and realize that whether somebody wants to hear it or not, it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. I have something to say. And the people that need to hear it are going to hear it. Right. And the people that don't. You will take something from it. No, no, nah, nah, You're going to get something out of and, it. And when I, when I say that, it's to say that at the end of the day that I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure that I'm striving and achieving my vision by any means necessary. Whether okay. people want to hop on board, if that means losing friends, if that mm-hmm. means losing family, if mm-hmm. that means losing jobs, if that means whatever it, it means, I know that in the end, what I'm gaining is so much more yes. than what I ever lost yes. in the end. So, on the other side of uncomfortable. And again, it's not huh. losses, it's lessons. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I believe as long as I'm always putting my best foot forward, if somebody else decides that they want to default on this friendship or relationship or business ship or whatever the case and that's on you i gave my all okay so that's all i can give you i can't give you no more than that okay definitely so we got to hold up let me get them back now mm-hmm. figure yourself out mm-hmm. find yourself find yourself create your vision yes create clean it. up your life yes tune up spring cleaning yes get it done mm-hmm. you got to and so what's the next step after that loving yourself unconditionally I feel like that's a step that we often overlook. Like, we are our biggest critic for real, for real. Mm-hmm. I know I've always been, you know what I'm saying? Nobody could really ever say anything to me that would hurt my feelings. But I could say some shit that make me cry. To yourself. Yeah, to myself. <laughs> nah, facts on that. Facts. Yeah. Like, I'll definitely yeah. say some shit that may be like, damn, nigga, why you say that? Like, <laughs> why you talking to me like that? <laughs> why you talking to me like that? Like, damn, bro, for real? That's yeah. how you feel? Them negative thoughts, man. Nah, nah, they do. And, and when you allow, when you don't have control over your mind, mm-hmm. again, being the master of your fate, controlling your mind, controlling your vision, understanding yourself, knowing yourself, when you don't control that mind, them negative thoughts, bro, can have you feeling like, you so inadequate. I'm telling you. Nah, for real. I've been there, mm-hmm. bruh. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Like, I don't even think we really, and this this might be the perfect time to really talk about, like, my moment that I really, like, had that coming to where I'm like, all right, something, something's got to get type shit and everything. Mm. But it depends on how, how raw you want to get on this job. Man, what did I say? You here to do what? Nah, speak my piece. Okay. Yeah, nah, facts on that. It's whatever, whatever you want to share. Nah, it's on your heart. Stamp, stamp, stamp. But I, I really feel like this, this could really help a lot of people and everything like that because, like, a lot of people that that know me, they they don't really know me. Like I said, I'm really, I'm a real private person. So, like, the people that I let in into the stuff that I've been through. And the stuff that I like, I've dealt with and everything like that. Like, I, I'm real particular, but. Like, when you have a platform and when you have, you know what I'm saying, an opportunity, I believe that you wholeheartedly seize that shit and everything like that. So, like, for me, like, where I am now, before I became a nonprofit owner, before I became a homeowner, before I became, you know what I'm saying, a for-profit business owner and stuff like that, like, before I've done a lot of these different things, before I got my degree, I'm working on my master's, almost done with that, like, I got a lot of different things, you know what I'm saying, going on. But before all that, like, (laughs) it it wasn't, you know what I'm saying, sweet. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Everything wasn't the best. And, again, like, from a perspective, like, not you, you should never compare your life to anybody else's life, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm all about finding commonality between everything and experiences and stuff like that that people go through. So, like, pretty much uh, back in, I want to say, about 2014-ish, 2015, like, bruh, life was rough. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I was in the Navy for about, like, like two years, maybe, about, and, like, shit was definitely not what I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. Like, mind you, like, I ain't never had been away from home before. Like, I left home at 17, joined the, like, joined the military, went to boot camp right after high school, like, was gone. And like I'm in this, I'm in new in a new spot. I was in Newport News, Virginia, and everything like that in the Hampton Roads area. And I'm just like, bro, like this shit is just not it. Like I, I have like a shitty relationship. Like at the time, like I was hitting a wall in my career. Like I was mm-hmm. depressed. I was anxious. Like I had gained weight, so I wasn't making weight and they had super strict like weight guidelines at the time and like like I could I could crush the PT test but like I wasn't within they like physical like appearance standards or whatever like for like taping and stuff. So I was just like I was going through a lot and like mm-hmm. it was just to the point where like I'm not gonna go into two specifics but just like I, I was ready like all right I'm gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we good out this zone, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 not it for real, for real. And like I remember that moment, like it's like I was having those thoughts and stuff like that, but I was just like, I really don't want to. Like I I know it's more, you know what I'm saying, out here for my life than where it is currently right now, you know what I'm saying? Like other people might think I got it together and shit like that, but like I'm drowning right mm-hmm. now type shit and everything like that. And, like, I remember, like, I'm calling different people, trying to reach out to people, use a lifeline, like, just trying to, like, hold on to some type of last little bit of hope and shit like that. And, like, I remember, like, I ended up, like, finally getting in touch with, like, my mom and stuff like that. And, like, even to this day, like, she don't even know, like, what I was going through in that moment to, Mm -hmm. like, have me call her. But because, like, I, I didn't call her first because, like, we had gone through so much different stuff with, like, me, like, being gay and everything like that, like, and stuff like that. So it's, like, like that wasn't my first instinct. Like, I'm about to call my mom and stuff like that right. because I'm struggling with something. Like, but, like, the conversation that she had, that we had and stuff like that, like, like, really, like, opened my eyes, you know what I'm saying, to understanding the power that I have to control my own life and my own destiny. And when I had that that realization moment that I was like, damn, like, I can really create the life that I want for myself. Like, life might not be what I want it to now, mm-hmm. what I want it to be right now, but the fact that I even have the opportunity to be in control of my life, you know what I'm saying, by being blessed with with breath in my lungs, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and being in my right mind to make the right decisions, you know what I'm saying, to actively and consciously be aware that, well, this ain't where I want to be, so what's next? 
And for real, for real, I didn't know what the fuck was next. Like, no funny. Like, I, I didn't know, but I knew that I didn't want to not be here. Mm-hmm. Like, it was difficult, and I was going through a lot of different stuff. Like I said, I ain't going to go into detail, but, like, I knew that what I had to say and what I needed to tell people, whatever I was put on this earth for, you know what I'm saying, it was bigger than me. So I had to get outside of myself, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, for a second and understand that while things might not always be what I want it to be, it's not about me. It's not happening to me. It's happening for, for me. me. You know what I'm saying? Like everything mm-hmm. that I'm going through, all the different situations, it's necessary to get me to the point where I am even to right now that we speaking. And then yeah. years from now, we'll look back on this interview and be like, bruh, yeah. that was necessary <laughs> to get us to where yeah. we are right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of this is a part of the plan and a part of the process. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And in that moment, I really started understanding what it meant to trust the process, you know what I'm saying, and trust in God and actually have faith, you know what I'm saying? And in that moment is when I really started for my journey of understanding that, you know what I'm saying, I can create the life that I want. And long story short, like, I ended up going on a deployment and stuff like that that next year, 2015. I was deployed for nine months and everything. And I really found myself. Where were you deployed? I was deployed in the Middle East. In mm. the Middle East. I went on a world tour, so I went from Norfolk and ended up coming back to Norfolk. From li- So literally from Norfolk, and I went around the entire globe, circumference of the globe. Damn. Yeah. It was pretty dope. Yeah, I can't imagine traveling and all that. <laughs> Damn. And so that, like, that combo with your mom, though, that, that kind of saved you. No, nah, facts. Facts. And, and she doesn't even know that. And that's... My she mom don't even is, know I've that. always I've always really honestly looked at my mom as my guardian angel for real, for real. That's beautiful. Like it's like we've always we've butt heads in places that we've butt heads, but she's always had my best intentions at heart. Wholeheartedly I could say that. We might not have always agreed or seen eye to eye and everything like that, but she's always had my best interests at heart, hundred percent. Would you say that she's the most influential person in your life? I'm not going to say the most. I feel like it's a lot of people that hold that title. Okay. You know what I'm saying? One, like of, I, one of many. I honestly credit, you know what I'm saying, like everybody I've ever encountered, not equally, you know what I'm saying, but I definitely credit everybody that I've encountered. That They've all played a part, but definitely I'll say my mother for sure is definitely one of the she most inf- influential people in my life because of her selfless attitude, you know what I'm saying, like, she does everything in a spirit of excellence, and she's so selfless in the way that she goes about doing everything. And that's something that I've picked up and embodied in the work that I do is that no matter what I'm doing, I'm trying to do it to the best of my ability, and I'm always trying to make sure that I'm looking out for other people, not just myself, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, in the process, you know what I'm saying? So those are qualities from my mother that I definitely feel like I embody a whole wholeheartedly for real for real. And shout out to moms, man. Nah, definitely. Wherever you are. Shout out to you. Nah, definitely. Ra- raise the beautiful young lady, <laughs> man. Beautiful young lady. So tell me about Destination Elevation. What is that? That shit sounds fire. What, what, <laughs> what is that? What, what, where are we going? <laughs> so we under wraps right now. I, I okay. really can't tell you okay. too, too much because so 
I'm gonna say this one first, first and foremost. With destination elevation, what we what we have planned and coming down the pipeline is definitely something that's that's innovative and world changing. Okay. So I can't get too too deep mm-hmm. into that. Respect. And everything like that. But what I can speak to is what it is, and that's a hospitality service and everything like that. And it's okay. it's gonna be an all inclusive hospitality service. It's gonna be pretty much a getaway within the madness, if you will. So picture, if you will, you know, a retreat in the middle of a city or a retreat in the middle of a, of a suburb area where you can unplug and unwind, you know, from life stresses and every everything, all the day-to-day, you know, trauma and drama that that's ongoing and you can connect with kindred spirits, you know what I'm saying, that's mm-hmm. trying to push their vision forward, even if you don't necessarily be- necessarily believe in their theology, just creating a space where people can actually, you know what I'm saying, vibe and, and be them. And one thing I realized in the hospitality industry, whether that's hotels, whether that's restaurants, whatever the case may be, is that a lot of people, they really don't care if you're really taking care of them. Mm. They just try and make a dollar for real, for real. And that's the problem. We we glorify the dollar so much. And I understand we, we need it to survive. We need it to, to thrive, unfortunately. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's, it's a part of the process. You know what I'm saying? But one thing that I've under, I've also understood is that when everybody eat, you ain't got to worry about nobody eating off your plate. Anything else new coming down the pipe aside from uh, Destination Elevation? Um, Besides Destination Elevation, love uh, our nonprofit. We have an upcoming initiative. It's our third annual um, In My Bag. And In My Bag is stands, BAG is actually an acronym. It stands for Blessing All God's Gifts, and that's our displaced brothers and sisters. Because, again, we believe that everybody has an endowed essence and a gift within them that can benefit and move society forward and everything. So we actually, in my bag, started as just a COVID resource drive, distribution drive, which was our very first initiative that we did in May 2020. Mm-hmm. And we were distributing, uh, like, uh, masks, and we did bag lunches and toiletries and feminine hygiene products and different all the, all these other different things and stuff like that. And since then, we've we've expanded. Every year, we've increased our goal of who of how many uh, displaced people that we want to reach in the D.C. and Baltimore area. So uh, definitely make sure that that everybody check out at love the underscore community and everything like that for more information because we're actively accepting donations. We're actively accepting volunteers and stuff like that because this year we plan to serve 100 people in D.C. and 100 people in Baltimore on April 23rd on Saturday. Yep, so definitely looking forward to that. And we're going to be putting uh, toiletry items. We're going to be putting... uh, uh, ponchos and first aid kits and masks and different things like that just to make sure that, that our brothers and sisters is taken care of, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, for sure. We're out here trying to thrive and grow as individuals, but we can't forget about other people that, you know what I'm saying, they want better for themselves too. So the least we could do is help out where we can help out, you know what I'm saying? We can definitely spare it, if, if you can spare it, you know right. what I'm saying? We definitely understand we all 
go through different phases in our life and stuff like that. But a little does go a long way, especially to somebody who doesn't have a lot. Okay. So that's April. Nah, definitely. April 23rd. April 23rd. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Oh, and, and the last thing is my my transition to becoming a life coach. Hey. That's, that's, that's one of my, my biggest things that I'm working on right now is making a personal career change to becoming a, a full-time life coach and everything like that. Because I've been working on a curriculum and a method that I'm telling you is surefire to that anybody can achieve any type of goal that they set for themselves. Like, okay. and I definitely, and this is me getting on the record, like, y'all are all going to be invited to the group session and stuff like that that I'm going to be putting on for friends and family and stuff okay. like that because... Again, like this is something that I know for a fact is something that's needed, something that's vital, is something that the youth can prosper and benefit from, and not only them, but us as well, if we're open to receiving and actually conditioning and changing our mindsets, you know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely looking forward to bringing this this knowledge and this wisdom to the world and everything like that, because I really feel like it's going to be a game changer. Like I said, people say that people's that that it's hard to change the world or it's impossible to change the world because you have to change people's mindsets. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm I found say, a I'm, way. I'm willing to do that, and I'm going to do that. Nah, facts. I'm doing that. Facts, facts, <laughs> nah, facts, definitely. Okay, that's that. I like that. Definitely, uh, I, I'm coach. excited that. That's, so that's now your new IG gonna be C the life coach. Yeah, no, nah, you see, I, 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 I changed my John say coach. Yeah, C, C the now. coach. C. Yeah, yeah coach this C now. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Cause okay. it's 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 time. Like I I really feel like the world the world has really reached a point for real for real where it's it's no more. It's not enough to continue to keep on pointing out what the problem is. We understand what the problem is. Mm-hmm. We all need to heal. We all need to figure out what's going on with ourselves and get to know ourselves intimately and really be more aware of ourselves instead of everything else that's going on around us that we have no control. No one's saying don't be aware, but stop giving so much energy into things that you can't control. Mm-hmm. That shit going to happen regardless. So put that energy into things that you can control and trying to fix and alleviate and work on the things that are within your within your control so that you can actually make the progress mm-hmm. towards your vision that you're trying to achieve. And see the change. Nah, facts. Okay. So, at the end of every episode, I like to have the guests come and tell us their favorite quote, who said it and why. Mm-hmm. So, what's yours? My tone is from Michael Jordan. And I'm going to say before I, well, I'll go ahead and say it first. The The quote is, some people wish for, for it, others make it happen. Some people wish for it, other, others make it happen. And that John has been my favorite quote since about high school Mm. and everything. I can't pinpoint the exact time, but I remember when I first seen the shirt. It was on a shirt that I had bought at Finish Line. Okay. And if you don't know, I actually worked at Finish Line. Like, shortly after, like, I I remember I walked in the store. I, I was looking for some new kicks and stuff like that with my mom. And they was hiring. So this is probably my like my ninth grade year. And it was like, Oh yeah, we're hiring, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
I could see myself working here <laughs> and everything. Like this was before I became sneakerhead C and shit like that. I've always okay. been in the in the kicks and stuff like that. But like once once I I went there and I and I talked to the manager and they were saying they was hiring and I was just just wrapping them up and I was always a shy kid for real for real. Like I didn't really talk to people I didn't know, but. For some reason, I was like, well, let me talk to him because he's the manager and everything like that. And I remember, like, talking to him, and I was like, I got to buy something. Like, I can't just leave this junk. And I, <laughs> I buy nothing. I was like, Mom, can I get a shirt? She was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, bet. So I went in. They had the little Jordan shirts. Mm-hmm. And on that junk, it was a red shirt, and that junk had, like, this, like, <laughs> this, like, serial killer note letters on that shit. I don't know why I wanted that junk. But I was, <laughs> I was, I wanted that junk, but that junk said, some people wish for, others make it happen. And something about that phrase just resonated with me, for real, for real. And... Ever since then, like, I even, that was my second tattoo that I got. I, right after I got out of boot camp, that was the first tattoo that I got on me and, like, this little script and that junk. I got tatted on me. And, like, what stood out to me most was the fact that we often do dream a lot. We dream a lot. We have a lot of ideas mm-hmm. that we want to manifest. But until you develop that vision... It's just a dream. Mm-hmm. It means nothing for real, for real. I don't want to just wish for something to happen. I realized that I wanted and needed to become the person that made it happen. In that moment, nice. I decided that I was going to become the person that made it happen instead mm. of just wishing for it to happen, actively taking the steps to manifest the life that I want for myself. So that's what I that's did, dope. bro. And and ever since then, that's just been like a a mantra of mine that's always been. Like I said, I got that joint tatted yeah. on my arm, and, and that I can just see you tattoo. in it holding the shirt up, like, damn. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, like, and I was a kid, like, and it was just like, but still in that moment, it was just like, yeah, it like, meant something. Damn, like that was profound. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, it's probably even still on my Facebook now. It's like the little quote in the little quote sections and shit like that. Like, like it's just. That quote for me really resonated the fact that I can create the life that I want. Yeah. I don't have to wait for an opportunity to come. I can create my opportunity. Master of your fate. Nah, facts, bro. And, and and that's important. Once you become it. the master of your fate, nothing can get in your way of you achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve. Because it doesn't matter about the time that it takes to achieve it. Mm-hmm. If that's really your true vision, your purpose, your life's purpose, your passion, it doesn't matter whether it takes you five minutes or five years or 15 years. If that's what it is, and that's what it is, and you're going to pour your heart and your soul into it no matter the results that you get. But if you're being strategic about it because you have a vision mm-hmm. and you have clarity for where you're headed, mm-hmm. now you can set an actionable plan that's actually going to get you to where you want to go. Facts. So, okay. yeah. All right, man. Look, I want to thank you again for coming oh, yeah, and no sitting facts. with us, man. Y'all clap it up for C. <laughs> thank you. Came hey, ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this, this was beautiful, man. Like, I you appreciate know, I, it. I wanted you here. For this reason, like I knew you, like you had something to say, and I I enjoyed it thoroughly, bro. It's like it way better than what I expected. You know I what I'm saying? It. And like 
Yeah, so y'all make sure y'all follow her. Say your social media one more time for everybody. Coach C underscore. That's Coach (laughs) C-E-E underscore. Throw the underscore in it. We love those. Yes. And the love community. Yes. Say that page too. That's at the love, (laughs) L-O-V-E underscore community. At the love underscore community. All right. So everybody at home, we want to thank y'all for listening. Yes. Thank, thank y'all, y'all for watching, in tuning in with us, man. And y'all stay tuned. We got more to come. Love. Love.